Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone. This is Louise Crooks, your Keys to Clarity Coach on KTC Radio. And I want to welcome you on our first anniversary. We have been going for a whole year. I just can't believe it. Anyway, um, so it's a happy birthday to us. Woohoo! <laughs> So I just want to welcome you all. We're going to be talking tonight um, about um, conquering inner beliefs that stop us from leading magnificent lives. And I really want to encourage anyone out there who's listening to call in to chat to me about um, their own thoughts and experiences and uh, where they are on this journey. And I uh, want to welcome all the listeners. The call-in number is 347-945-6966. And if you're calling in from overseas, because this is a U.S.-based line, uh, dial the uh, international code plus one. And I'm getting uh, congratulations from uh, Coach K in the, in, uh, the chat room, who's saying happy anniversary. woo Thank you. <laughs> I just can't believe that uh, um, it, the time's gone so fast. Anyway, we have our first caller already, so I'm going to take their call and... Uh, have a chat to them. Hi, uh, area code 720. This is Louise Crooks on Keys to Clarity Radio. Welcome. Hi, Louise. It's Terry Hildebrandt. Oh, hi, Terry. How are you doing? Good. I saw you were doing the show today, and the topic looked really interesting, so I wanted to call in and congratulate you on your anniversary as well as just say hello. Thank you so much, Terry. That's wonderful. I'm so glad that you um, you uh, uh, got in contact, and uh, it's been it was fun when we had you on the show a few weeks ago. So I encourage everyone to listen to that. We we had Terry on the show after one of the the um, guests um, for a debrief uh, through the ICF Coaching Month. Um, so that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yes, it was great. Yeah. So um, I'm curious, Terry, what what are your thoughts on this subject? Yeah, you know, I think there are a lot of limiting beliefs that we all deal with, you know, from childhood or, and you know, this current economy, you know, folks are really, I think, suffering from limiting beliefs. So this is a timely topic. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? And um, it, it's it's really important because you know when we can acknowledge that um, our inner beliefs are um, you know sometimes sabotage us because we don't necessarily realize that they're there um, that they actually trip over us so or rather we trip over them so um, uh, yeah so in your life Terry where would you say um, limiting beliefs show up for you? Well, I think right now a lot of the limiting beliefs that I'm dealing with are are primarily business oriented. You know, yeah. people people saying, well, there there are no jobs out there, or you know, people aren't spending money. Um, you know, I hear it from my friends. I hear it from so many people I know are out of work right now. Yeah. <clears throat> so it it begins to feed on each other, um, mm-hmm. and then to make it worse, people go to uh, you know, networking events, and the same people are there every week. So it, it yeah. becomes quite a challenge, I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so, 
we we actually end up um, surrounding ourselves with the same people who are who are saying the same things over and over, and we hear the same things. Um, you know, so how Terry, do you deal with that? Well, prim- primarily, I've been trying to find new new folks to hang out with. <laughs> Excellent. There's a good uh, way of handling it. <laughs> right, or you know, trying to find success stories, uh, what is working for people, and mm-hmm. uh, building upon those as well. Yeah, that's a really powerful way to um, to keep your focus um, in, in a positive way, and um, you know, to surround yourself with people who are thinking um, in, in a similar way. Because it's so easy, isn't it, to to go onto that downward spiral if we allow ourselves to. Mm-hmm. One one other thing that I found really interesting, I was in a uh, executive coaching meeting here in Denver, part of the local ICF chapter. They have mm-hmm. a special interest group that met at uh, one of the folks' homes, and there was an interesting proposal made around yeah. uh, paying it forward. And mm-hmm. the concept was is that folks that don't have currently have clients or or a job <clears throat> do some pro bono work for others that really need help on mm-hmm. the condition that those folks in turn then go out and help two other people. Mm. And and then and then pay that forward continually, so it gives folks maybe not necessarily uh, making money, but helping others, which yeah. is the first step to uh, making progress. Absolutely, what a wonderful concept! Yeah, and I, I found to, like today I met with a an individual who will probably be losing his job in June and. Is getting ready for that uh, inevitability. He's a contract yeah. employee right now, mm-hmm. and his contract's coming to an end. And you know, it was just really motivating. He wasn't a paying client, um, but being able to help him put together a plan and and see a vision for, you know, where he might want to go and and help mm-hmm. him uh, really make some progress was quite energizing for me. Wonderful. And, Go on, Terry. Yeah, so I was saying that this might be a, you know, a movement, given uh, yes. a way to uh, to really get things moving is thinking about how can you help others right now, and uh, how mm. can they in turn help others as well. So it becomes, you know, a snowball effect. And that's interesting, Terry, because what I'm seeing happening a lot now, and this might, you know, be quite interesting for the other coaches who are listening, and I and I can see there are quite a few in the chat room. Uh, you know, that a lot of people are now bartering their services. So, you know, if you have someone out there who can't necessarily afford to pay you, you know, there is still a value in uh, in the the service um, and uh, that can be compensated in any way that you feel is appropriate. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be money that changes hands. It can be um, you know, whatever you see as value and what the, the strength of that person is that, that, that bread they bring to the table. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Well, Louise, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now and let someone else talk, but it's good to yes. see, you know, talk and say hi and, and congratulations. Thanks so much, Terry, for, for popping in. It was wonderful to connect with you. All right, take care. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye. Wow, that was great. 
So um, welcome everyone in the chat room. I can see you've got, there's a lot of people in there. Hi, Scott. Hi, Jay. Hi, Kerry. Hi, Ellie. Lots and lots of people. And I have to let everyone know that we have um, Jennifer, who, Jennifer Davis in the chat room, who is my lovely um, producer who's joining me. And uh, I'm very happy to have her because it's been quite tough managing the chat room when uh, the show has been really busy, and we and it has been getting pretty busy in the last in the last couple of months, as everyone can tell. So we have another caller, so I'm going to take that call. Uh, hi, Area Eight Four Five. Welcome to KTC Radio. Who am I speaking to? Hi, uh, this is Paul Paul Morris. Oh, hi, Paul. How are you doing? Good. I had a problem getting into the show. Uh, okay. From the uh, from the internet, so I called in. I figured I could hear it this way. Something okay, going good. on. I hope it's not that April Fool's uh, virus <laughs> that's supposed to be going around. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> well, I saw you in the chat room for a, a couple of moments, so uh, maybe you got kicked out. Anyway, how are how are you doing, Paul? I'm doing great. Uh, and. Um, I have a show on Wednesday nights, and uh, it's nice to you know listen to and participate with other uh, hosts. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about a um, a topic that's uh, very interesting to me because I do emotional healing, and one yeah. of the areas where I think there could be more work done is finding those things that block people. Yeah. And, uh, so that it certainly attracted me to uh, call in. And Wonderful. find out if you have a methodical way to do that. It's an interesting question, um, Paul. Do you have one? Well, some some of the th- things I was thinking about, well, what I normally do is ask people what's bothering them the most. Mm-hmm. Or go to their weakest point, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, talk about, um, you know, the, the biggest uh, traumas they've had in their life. Because I, you know, as I work on other people, I also work on myself to, you know, move to move forward. And of course, you know, I believe if you if you believe in your product, you should use it. Yeah, for so, sure. So, for sure. Uh, you know, I I do. Uh, you know, whenever I have the opportunity, and I find new ways of finding. You know, when you think you kind of got most of those things, and then all of a sudden, new ones are coming up. <laughs> uh, only because I'm looking at things, yeah. you know, if I have a memory about something traumatic as a child, even though I don't know that that causes problems, it mm-hmm. could anyway, because you yeah, don't know how sure. it might manifest, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in your life, and you know, it could just, you know, manifest in a in a in a different way. To give an example, I always mm-hmm. I always had a very uh, I was always very sensitive about someone accusing me of something I didn't do, mm-hmm. you know, where I guess perhaps other people wouldn't be bothered that much. I didn't. Mm. I, I just accepted it until recently. I started thinking about where did that come from. Yeah. I think it happened when I when I was at uh, in school in grammar school, maybe I don't remember exactly. I could have been six, seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, you know, I was accused of doing something. Which I didn't do, yeah. And then the teacher—it was a public school too—and slap, actually slapped me, which is not—they're not supposed to do that in public school. Mm-hmm. And considering I didn't do anything to deserve it, and I didn't have the gumption to, to block her, 
her, her slap, and then the next guy who actually did it was the one who was talking. Yeah. <laughs> he, he at least he had the presence of mind to put his hand up and block it. And I said, mm-hmm. "Darn it! How come I didn't?" Do that? <laughs> but it obviously bothered me. I well, guess. you are very young. Yeah, you know, but you don't realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's one of the ways I, you know, you can use I guess to to help people find things that might be troubling or manifest in some negative uh mm-hmm. with some negative emotion or you know fear or hang up or phobia mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. uh you know in later life yeah but yeah. Uh, what but it really what, does help to to identify what might be a trigger um you know and often uh, something that's stopping us from getting us where we want to go the bit, yeah. you know the life that we want to live or the Kind of people that we want to be is often resides in that place of fear and uh, the inner belief which um, has been created at some point in our lives um, often when, when we are children as you were saying Paul you know to um, to to start this, this it has it, that's a trigger point to mm-hmm. where we decided that we were going to be a certain way when that happened and you know, then to create this little pattern of behavior, this little cycle that we would go into. And what we do, you know, even into our, our adulthood is go into these little cycles or patterns of behavior um, that are um, unconscious. So we don't get to, um, we don't consciously realize that this is what we're doing. Um, often on a day-to-day basis, um, we could continually be in that cycle and not necessarily realize this. So, so it's going to be a very exciting show to talk more about this. And, and uh, Paul, I'm very pleased that you phoned in. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I hope you keep listening. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. I will. Bye. Yeah. So, um, you know, so we can um, create, you know, these, these um, messages to ourselves, you know, when we're very young. And, you know, this is where we get the help of our therapists to really understand the whys and wherefores of, of you know, what have, has happened to us in our past. And the, um, the coaching piece is, uh, hi, Jayla. The coaching piece is to really um, understand how we can change that and move forward to create something new so we can create new results and... Um, you know, just really, uh, you know, create the life that we deserve. And often that's also an inner belief. Um, you know, do do you really feel like you deserve what it is that you want? And then sometimes it just comes down to the, 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 the very simple fact that we often don't know what we want, and that gets in our way as well. So we just kind of get stuck in the... Uh, the sort of stagnation of every day, um, the humdrum of every day, and uh, not pull ourselves out into that conscious awareness of what it is that we truly want. So I encourage my listeners to call in and to talk to me about their thoughts and experiences um, around the subject. The number to call in on is 347-945-6963 and uh, have some conversation around this and Call in and wish um, KTC Radio a happy birthday. I wish I could share some cake and champagne with you, but uh, it's a little difficult virtually. 
<laughs> Just picture me sitting here drinking some champagne. <laughs> so um, often our inner beliefs uh, also um, manifest in the way that we view the world. Uh, we most of the time think of the world as being reactive to us, that it's all about us and um, the way that people behave around us is a reaction to us. And what's really interesting is so often it's not because because we feel that way, because so often we're thinking, you know, what, what's she thinking of me? You know, um, does he like my hair? You know, am I too fat? Um, do I look too fat? You know, all of these kinds of um, things that the little voice in our head is saying um, is based on judgments that we make of us on ourselves and also with the people around us. We are, we are placing that on them and saying that they are judging us. Meanwhile, we actually don't know that they are judging us. We're making assumptions that they are being a certain way. And to be honest with you, most of the time they are just worried about themselves. Because if we're worried about ourselves, then they are worried about themselves. They don't really care about what's going on for us. <laughs> so, um, you know, the irony of that is just kind of is, is quite funny. So let's take the next caller. Hi, area code 973, welcome. Hi. Who am I speaking to? This is Jayla. Oh, hi Jayla, how are you doing? How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. So thank you for joining us, Jayla. What's your question today? Uh, I I just didn't, I have a, I, I didn't know what you're talking, I just tuned in, so I'm sort of neat, don't know what's going on, but... um. <laughs> I'm often pondering the meaning of life. Do you have it? Yes. Well, that's what this show is all about, <laughs> pondering the meaning of life and what kind of a life we really want. Mm. You know, that, that's, the, that's the key. It's getting really clear on what it is that we want. And so often we are pretty clear on what we don't want and we can mm. spend our energy focusing all the time on, on what we don't want, which, of course, creates more of that, that negative feeling. And if we could just really get clear on, on what it is that we do want to bring into our lives, we can actually bring it into our lives. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go into a little bit into that a little bit more. So, Jenny, you, um, shall I just uh, put you back on mute, or do you want? To, is there any comment or question that you'd like to ask before you go? Uh, well, um, we sort of talked about what I was really thinking about, so that was oh, cool. good. Um, I don't know, about, about, I, when I was in college, I often thought, you know, materialism wasn't the best route, but, mm -hmm. you know, I think a spiritual approach to everything is good. Um, yes. I don't know, I've always, I've always, like, I've, when I was when I was in high school, I didn't really have a belief system. I figured you just died and that was it. But as I grew older, I realized that there's just too many coincidences and things to not believe in anything. Mm. Wow, what a great awareness, Jayla. Mm. Yeah. So your inner wisdom was coming out when you were quite a young girl. I guess so. Yeah, and uh, I encourage you to keep... Um, uh, watering that garden, the garden of wisdom. 
Mm. <laughs> well, Jada, thanks so much for calling in, and okay. we'll be connecting soon. So, so look out for my email. Okay. Take care. All right. All right. That was Jayla. Jayla, who's just joined me in the My Life Campus program. So exciting. A wonderful way to give back. So um, to carry on that conversation, you know, we have this little voice in our head, which, um, you know, is trying to protect us a lot of the time. You know, a little voice that tells us, you know, that uh, um, we're not good enough or are they really going to think that, you know, what we've done is okay or, you know, do I look all right in this dress? That little voice in our head is trying to protect us but and it's, 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 it's trying to serve a good purpose um, and that's the... Um, that's the job. That's its, that's its job. So, um, but the problem is that it's often not serving us because it's coming from those those um, inner beliefs that we've created um, a very long time ago, and it's not necessarily true. So, my challenge to you listeners out there is to pay attention to what that little voice in your head is saying to you. Um, and uh, I have a. a, a a little um, exercise that you can do to just um, see whether that really is true for you or not. And check, just check with yourself, you know, um, to see if that little voice really is telling you the truth. So the little exercise is to, first of all, um, notice. Oh, Leslie's asking me a question here. Do you think that little voice can be translated to be the ego? Um, I think often it is, um, Leslie. Um, you know, it's part of that um, unconscious mind that, um, you know, runs us. And the ego often runs us. So, um, yeah, so the little voice is, you know, it's trying to protect us or it's, it's it's serving some need that we have. Um, and my challenge to you is to notice, first of all, when that little voice starts to go on a rant. So notice what it is that triggered that voice. You know, just take a step back when you notice it and say, okay, I've just noticed that I've gone into my um, negativity or my story um, you know, or some down some path which really isn't serving me here, and just notice what it is that set that off in the in the first place. Now, um, the second piece of that is if if you're still going down that road and your little voice in your head is is just just will not stop. You know, if, if something has happened, someone has said something to you, or you know, something has happened which um, really you know, got your goat, annoyed you, upset you, hurt you, um, and that little voice is starting to go off and there's no control over it, then um, the next step is to just start to journal or start to write out in bullet point form, you know, the, the, the messages that it's giving you. So, it, for example, it might be they... they they must be thinking my hair looks disgusting. Um, they are 
they are mean people. Um, I really don't know what I'm going to do about this. Um, you know, all of these these little sentences that are coming into our head that um, are taking us deeper and deeper into that place of negativity um, and, uh, you know, not serving us is, is important. So now you get a chance to stand back and look at what it is that you've written down. And it could be 10 things. It could be 20 things. It depends on how mad you are or how hurt you are. And... Um, you know, to to then look at that, each one, and say, is this a yes, a no, or a maybe? And I have to tell you that this little process comes from my dear program, the More to Life program. I've changed it slightly, some of the wording slightly, but the premise of this comes from their program, and it's very powerful. They call it the clearing process. So you might say, oh, my hair, they must think my hair looks disgusting, and you look at that that sentence, and you say, okay, is that a, is that a yes, it's, it's absolutely true, I know that for sure, or is it a no, that is absolutely not true, I don't know that for sure, and, or is it a maybe, well, they could be thinking that, but how do I know? Well, the obvious answer is that it's a no, because you have no idea what they're thinking. And you'll go through that list, and most of those answers will be a no. Some might be a maybe, but you still don't know, ultimately. There will be certain things that are fact that you will know for sure, and it is what it is. Um, but there isn't a judgment in that. And so you'll notice by the end of the experience, the end of that little exercise, that a lot of what your little, your little voice has been telling you is a whole pack of lies. And you know that um, you have the choice to um, decide whether you want to go down that road or whether you want to make a different choice of how you want to, to think and be and um, understand what it is that people are thinking about you. So you can think that they're thinking negative things or you can, and you can continue that way and lead a really horrible, miserable life. Or you can practice this little um, exercise and change your par the paradigm, change the, the energy shift in the way that you think. And it's very, very powerful, but it takes practice. You know, we've created these inner beliefs, these habits, like little broken down records record players. They're like little messages that keep going over and over and over in our heads. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Or I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And it keeps on going in the back of our minds. And so we actually need to create new habits that are going to replace those. And don't forget, some of us have been playing those same little record players for decades. Decades. So it takes practice. We're not necessarily going to be able to do it um, in one go. Um, we won't be perfect at it in, um, from the outset, but everything takes practice. It's like um, exercising a muscle. So just think of your mind as a muscle, and um, you have to limber it up. You have to make it flexible. So um, so I, I, uh, I implore you, I encourage you, to uh, exercise that muscle and um, see how you get on with that little 
um, process. And then you have a choice to make at the end of that process. You know, what, what am I going to do with this information that I've discovered? So I know that most of this is not true and that a lot of this is just coming from my mind um, playing tricks on me, trying to protect me, and I thank it very much for doing that, but it's not serving me. Um, make the choice around how you, what you want to do next. So um, that might just be that you react a certain way to those people in a different way than you might have before. Instead of being cold giving them the cold shoulder, you might be thinking, okay, well, I really don't know that this is, this is really true. I could ask them. Or I could um, assume that they're not thinking that way because we know, um, as Louise has said earlier, that uh, you know we generally only care about ourselves, so chances are they're not even thinking about what my, my hair looks like. Um, and go, go from there. And then suddenly you start to realize that we are wasting a lot of our energy on negative thinking, on these patterns of behavior and, and thoughts that are just really creating drama in our lives, really creating upset and, and um, uh, misery when we could actually be creating the opposite. And we have the choice to do that. We have the choice. That's really important for everyone out there to know that you actually do have the choice to know, you know on how you think and how you behave and how you want to show up in this life, and um, you know what it is that you want to create for yourself. There's so much to this. So we want to change that script, you know, that little broken record player that keeps going over and over and over the same um, message. We want to change that script. So how would we do that? Well, um, I encourage one of you to call in and tell me how you would change that script. The number is 347-945-6963. As you can hear, my throat's getting a little raspy, so I need someone to call in so I can have a little little uh, voice break here. So, um, yeah, how are we going to change that script? It's a very interesting question, and there are a whole lot of authors out there who talk about, about it, uh, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, um, Cheryl Richardson, Marsha Weeder. There are so many of them out there who really, um, you know, have, uh, you know, some wonderful ways of, of doing that. And um, we can we can do that. And that's right, Leslie's saying in the in the chat room, we can we decide what we want from life and who we want to be. And it. Really, it sounds so simple, and I know that it's not always that simple to to create that because we we are we are changing our paradigm, our sh we're shifting our perspective into a more conscious way of being, um, rather than acting unconsciously day to day. But as I said, it takes sometimes it takes practice. Some people will be able to access that um, that thought process more easily than others, but, you know, my, I encourage you to give it a try. Just give it a try. So one way we can, um, we can do this is to, uh, first of all, let's see, what shall we choose? This 
uh, this time. We'll um, look at um, affirmations. Yeah. So, you know, some people kind of get a little resistance around the idea of affirm the, the word affirmations. Um, so I'm going to change that, that word to um, just positive language, just switching the language that you use. Um, that's going to support you in moving to the, towards the goal or the intention that you want to create for yourself. Now we have a, a caller on the line, so I'm going to uh, take the call, and I welcome the new, new, the new users in the chat room, Adrena and the Phoenix. Welcome. Okay. Welcome, Area 619. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Okay, it looks like we lost that caller. They got a little shy on us. So um, I welcome you to call in uh, to talk to me about this, talk to me about your thoughts and experiences, and um, everyone has had them <laughs> and has them. <laughs> so uh, please do call in. So I was talking about um, you know, the, the positive language that we can create. So. Say, for example, you have doubts around being able to accomplish something. Immediately, your mind has gone to uh, that place of creating failure, um, not, not, want, not having success, um, having that immediate expectation that that is what it is going to present to you, is, is you're not being successful. So in order to... Um, to change the, the way we think about that or about that particular goal is to say, well, how can I change this language into something more positive? What is the opposite of failure? Um, or what is, what is it that um, is going to be, you know, is going to be supportive and really inspiring for me to hear that's going to pull me forward rather than push me back? So we want to create a sort of a magnet that's going to pull us forward. I love that uh, analogy. So creating the magnet, that, you know, and that also goes back to really getting clear on what you want. So you, you almost have this, this, this magnet in front of you that's pulling you forward on your path to get you to where you want to be. And uh, getting really clear on that is so important. So um, let's think of a, a, a phrase. Now, I'm encouraging you guys to call in. Uh, my voice needs a rest. <laughs> and um, I know that a lot of you are having ideas out there that you want to throw in. So, oh, Jay's trying to call in, but you're having a little issue with your phone. Okay, we'll try and call in because I'd love to chat with you. Um, so, for example, you might say, um, instead of, I really don't know if I'm going to be successful, at this, you know, your mind's already going into that, um, oh, I don't know, you know, I haven't succeeded in this before, um, I, I doubt myself, you know, I, I, you know, all of those things. That start to think of what it is that you can do. What is it that you do do? What strengths do you bring? And then think of a, a phrase that will pull you forward. So it might be, I am an amazing, compassionate, intuitive success in my coaching life. 
<laughs> so, you know, something like that is, is, is creating clarity around who it is I want to be, how I want to show up, and, um, you know, really putting a stake in the ground. Someone used that term the other, uh, earlier today, a new client of mine. Putting a stake in the ground. I think it's very, um, very visual. Really helps. And that's the second piece I'm going to get onto. Actually, is the visual part. So, so the first part is to create a positive um, statement that's going to really be inspiring to you. And then um, we'll carry on with the, the next part in a moment. I'm going to answer the phone. Hopefully, this is Jay. Hi, 619. This is uh, Keys to Clarity Radio. Hi, Louise. It's Jay. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome today. It's a beautiful spring day here in San Diego. Uh, love, yeah, listening. San Diego. love listening to your show and happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're a blessing, uh, Jay. I love having your support on my Facebook and in my show. It's wonderful. Well, doing my best to save your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what are your thoughts on uh, positive statements and affirmations, Jay? Yes, it absolutely has to become a habit for me to to turn around the the negative uh, um, voices and images that that, that are, you know, inherent, I think, in our nature. I think think our... um, uh, you know, primitive nature has that. Oh, look out! You know, when you're going to go out to the cave, there could be a ta- you know saber tooth tiger out there that yeah. was there to protect us at one time. Now, you know, we have the psychological. Oh, that person could insult you and berate you or yeah. cut you off in traffic, and yeah. the mind is there to protect. And then again, we were taught that by our our parents. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I put something in the chat room. Something that I remember my dad's message. All that yeah. spirituality is okay, kid, but this is the real world. Mm. Those messages are like the uh, the crab, the second crab you put in a pot to keep the other crabs from crawling out. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, our parents would just try to manage our expectations and our idealism, and um, you know what they what they um, brought to us brought, was was um, taught to them from their parents. And so I really feel in some ways like, you know, there's this generation now that's really awakening to what is possible. Um, You know, there's a real paradigm shift to that. And I'm not saying, of course, that any other generations haven't experienced, um, you know, that awareness or that awakening, that's for sure. I mean, we have, there's millennia of people who have have really um, done so amazingly um, well, in terms of spirituality and uh, their awakening, but it seems like there's a reawakening going on right now. I, I agree. I, I started this uh, self-growth uh, game oh, probably back in the 80s, late 70s. Werner Erhard, all that stuff. Um, wow. You know, I have a background in mental health. I was a therapist for many years, and then realized that yeah. my own growth was was uh, paramount. So now yeah. I'm doing many. Different things like uh, event management here in San Diego, and uh, mm. I'm absolutely enjoying my life with it. But uh, that you know that is the that is that is the issue we're talking about here is moving on, 
but it's constant monitoring. It's you know, the, I, I have to look at myself. If I'm not in a love space, yeah. I did something else. I did something else to slip into a fear space. Mm-hmm. And since fear isn't real, it's just a construct of my mind, something that was made up to protect me essentially, so I can mm-hmm. be grateful for it, be thankful for yes. it. Yes, and then, I think that's an important piece, Jay. You know, because, and I say this to my clients because so often they get frustrated that little voice, you know, and, and uh, start beating themselves up because of the little voice. And I, you know, my, my it's, a, it's a key piece here to actually be thankful for the little voice. You know, it is trying to protect you. It's coming from that place of, of love and, um, you know, from our prime, primal space as well. Um, so it's just doing its best. It's doing its job. I'll tell you, one exercise that I am bound and determined to get over my fear of doing uh, was suggested uh, on uh, Facebook today, was mm-hmm. doing the before I go to bed at night, looking myself in the eyes, in the mirror, and saying, I love you. Mm. And see what comes up. <laughs> Wonderful. <You laughs> know, it's, it's interesting. It's, I, I, get, I get all misty-eyed just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, you know, that was one of the exercises that they get you to do when I did the More to Life program. And um, it was one of the hardest things for me to do. It was it was so difficult, and I couldn't understand it at the time. You know, it just it just seemed so abs- absurd, and I just couldn't couldn't quite grasp it. But now, you know, with all the work that I've done, I know how important it is. You know, that it's key that we love ourselves before we can help and and love anyone else. Um, yeah, so, it's, um, it's, I encourage you more- to do it. Yeah, the more I've been looking into it, the more I get that it's what's the same that makes a difference. It's keeping it simple. Yeah. Uh, looking at it like Jampolsky said, between love and fear, and love is really the only reality, mm-hmm. the rest of it we just keep making up. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Often for good reasons, but, you know, reasons aren't always what makes things work in the yeah. way we like them to work and to create our reality, to create um, that. So... Yeah. You know, keeping it simple is, is great, you know, not getting off on, on too many tangents and then trying to overanalyze it. Yeah, that's a great uh, a great suggestion for all of our listeners out there to keep it simple. You know, we, we tend to go off on tangents and really get wrapped up in our heads around certain things and overanalyze things. And, um, you know, even just that little exercise I gave out earlier can really help to, to clarify it. But, you know, once you start overthinking things, just notice that and remind yourself that you, you know, there's the possibility that you might be going down that road. Yeah, getting up, getting some paralysis by analysis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the other part too, which you were mentioning earlier, is you know whether whether you're coming from that place of love or from fear. So you can ask yourself, you know, in, um, in those moments where the mind is taking you somewhere, you know, that you don't want to go. Is this coming from a fear-driven um, reality? Or is it coming from from uh, from spirit? Um, and so often, it's interesting because so often when we come from that fear-based um, experience, it's coming from some need that we have that we want to have fulfilled. Um, right. And I think even if it's even if it's just to be right about my spiritual concepts. <laughs> well, yes, exactly. <laughs> So, um, Two people know you should be driving with good consideration for each other and not like idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we 
Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. Thanks so much, Jay. You're welcome, dear. Congratulations, and uh, thank you. Many, many years to come. Thanks so much, Jay. I appreciate it. Sweet. Yeah. Keep on listening. Okay, so that was wonderful that Jay called in. And welcome, Energy Therapies and Kiwis in the chat room and Celestite, some new people in the chat room. It's wonderful to see you this evening. So um, this is a really cool topic, and there's so much to discuss here. So I was talking about changing the script of... Um, how uh, we can change our perception or our paradigm of how we view things, you know, change that little voice on our head that creates that pattern of behavior or the habit of thinking a certain way and really get into a new way of thinking. So with affirmations and positive language, think of a way that's really going to inspire you to get you towards what it is that you want. And if it's really, um, if it really speaks to you, you know, you can really feel it when it speaks to you. Just listen to what you've put down intuitively. Um, and then uh, plaster it everywhere. So put it on your wall, your wall next to, put it on your, your um, nightstand next to the bed. So you, when you wake up in the morning, you see it. Put it on your mirror in the bathroom. So when you go and brush your teeth, it's right there. Or you're washing your hands, it's right there. Put it on, the, on your screensaver. So you're constantly reminded. It's like creating another new little record player. And um, it's really important that um, you're able to support yourself in that way. And talking about support, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who support you. There's no, it's, it's no good being around people who are going to pull you down, who are not going to support you, who are not going to... Uh, give you what you need to keep moving forward. Um, so, yes, Adrena says sticky notes are great. Yes, they are perfect for this little exercise. And the Kiwis say they have affirmations on, she has affirmations on her bathroom mirrors. Perfect. I've got one right in front of me on my computer. In fact, it's my vision. So I keep, I keep that in front of me at all times. And then I have another one saying, uh, do I really need to be doing this right now? Because <laughs> I tend to get a little scattered. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so make sure you use positive language and don't say, um, I, want, I want to be, I've um, got to think of this now because it's so difficult to, to uh, <laughs> all those crabs keeping you in the pot, uh, Jay says. Yeah. So um, if you want to say, I want to weigh less, um, your mind is immediately going to go to the focus of that sentence, which is weight. Um, so you want to, to turn it around to, to support what you're going for. So you might want to say, I want to eat healthily. And um, so remember that your mind takes out the no and the nots and the less and the, the, the shouldn'ts and the all of those words and drops those and focuses. So if you say, I, I don't want to smoke anymore, um, it's just going to focus on smoke. It's not going to, your mind doesn't focus on the, the not and anymore. It's just going to focus on smoke. So you might want to say, I want, I want to have healthy, clean, and clear lungs 
or breathe the beautiful fresh air. And as Jay says, keep it present tense and positive. Exactly. Exactly. So so that's a first. And then I had a, a little epiphany this weekend myself. I was in a bit of a slump over the weekend and I was my bedroom was a bit of a mess and I was um very unmotivated to to um tidy it up and it really was cluttering my mind to do anything else. And what I noticed, I can't remember what it was that, that um triggered it for me, but the awareness was that I was just visualizing it being worse, um, that that was the only way it was going to go. Um, and I had this picture in my mind. I couldn't picture it being clear. Um, it was a visual expression for me, and I realized in that moment how visual I am. Um, and so um, once I got really clear on that, I could then create um, a vision for myself. I could visualize how I wanted it to look. And once I created that possibility in my mind, it was much easier for me to imagine and get excited about that, that prospect and then get started on cleaning it up. So I really wanted to share that with you. It's not just about um, the words, but it's about um, you know visualizing what it is that you want and it's also believing what it is that you want and really getting connected to the passion behind what it is that you're looking for. So I hope um, that has helped, you know, in terms of really helping you get clear on moving forward. And it's, as I said, it's not always going to be easy to create a smooth road where there's not going to be, um, you know, those little um, hiccups and we're not going to fall back into our old ways. Hi, Dino. I see you're in the chat room. Great to have you here, and Jose, and Truth, Beyond Reality. <laughs> so many wonderful visitors. Welcome. Um, so I've lost my train of thought there. See, that's why I have a producer, and I need to start using her. <laughs> and that's Jennifer in the chat room who's writing in pink. Uh, so I say hi, everyone, to Jennifer. So what I was saying was that, um, you know, we – there's always going to be the possibility that we're going to fall back into our old ways, our old habits, into our unconscious thinking. And, um, you know, just, just notice that that's happening. Create the awareness for yourself. And then choose to, to do something different um, going forward. You know, we always have the future. Um, the past has already gone. And it, we are merely here in the present. And so, um, you know, I, I just have to go back to my little awareness that I had over the weekend with my visual, my visualization that how powerful that was for me and it really gave me the opportunity to um, just reflect and, and uh, realize how hard I'd been on myself you know to really um, see how I was beating myself up and going down this little downhill spiral and it, and it happens to all of us even us experienced coaches um, we're all human after all and we all end up um, uh, you know, falling into our old habits or, uh, or um, into the unconscious thinking. Um, you know, some have mastered it far more um, beautifully. And I have to say that you know, it has been more of a way of life for me 
um, in the last couple of years to to really uh, be able to switch out of uh, negative thinking into things that are going to bring me what I I want um, into my life. Um, but every now and again, it can trap you, and it's a it's a gift. It's a gift. You know, I see what uh, my experience on the weekend was, it was as a gift. So um, it, it allowed me to understand how visual I am, and it's important for me to create uh, visualization um, exercises to really put it up onto a little TV screen rather than think of it as a as a record player. Um, so just a few other bits and pieces that I'll just throw out there for you before we finish. Um, thanks, Jose. Um, just to say... You know, again, that we often, we only generally care about ourselves, you know, in terms of, um, you know, who's thinking about who and what they're thinking about me. And, you know, so what are they thinking about me? Well, that that is um, a, a me-based uh, par- paradigm. So, you know, we, we off, most of us are in that, that space the whole time. So when we start to think that people are judging us, or we're creating expectations of the way that people see us. And it might even be judgments on ourselves, from ourselves. So, you know, just, just be aware of, of those um, ways of being, you know, the assumptions that we're making. Ask questions. Ask people, you know, what their thoughts are and see if, if really if, if what you're thinking is true or not. Um, you could ask it in an open-ended way and uh, to see what's on that person's mind. And, you know, like me, I really hope that, that um, you know, at some point your life will move from being in that place of drama, I used to call my life a soap opera, into a much more smooth and peaceful um, existence. And um, it really is a beautiful existence. And it's very exciting to be in that place. So the road will be bumpy. And, but it will become smoother. And uh, my, there's another piece as well that I want to throw out there for you is that you know every experience that we have, you know through even through our limiting or inner beliefs that stop us from from creating magnificent lives, you know cr- creates an experience for us. Um, and that experience might feel, in in some senses, like a failure. My my view of it is is no experience is a failure. It is just an experience. It is just an experience. So you can then choose how you want to how you want to move forward after that experience. Say, okay, well, what did I learn from this? What did I learn from this experience? What how can I apply it to my next experience? And how can I do better next time? Um. So that's just another way of looking at it. And you'll move into a more conscious way of being. So I want to encourage one more person to call in, and the last person who calls in will get um, a little present from me, from Keys to Clarity Radio, on Keys to Clarity Radio's birthday. And that is a book by Marsha Weeder, which you might have heard me talk about before, called Dreams Are Whispers from the Soul. It's such a beautiful book. And uh, the number, again, that Jennifer is um, putting in the chat room is 347-945-6063. So please call in, and that lucky caller is going to get that beautiful 
little book. I use those um, uh, inspirations, the inspirations that it gives me all the time. And um, it's just a wonderful book to have. Each page is just filled with some wonderful um, experience and um, awareness. Yeah, isn't it uh, wonderful? Sorry, um, the the number actually is three four seven nine four five six nine six three. Sorry, guys, six nine six three. That's okay, Jennifer. We all we all do these things. <laughs> okay, so um, we've covered a lot here today, and my challenge to everyone out there is just to notice their language in their heads. Notice. What um, you know, what you're telling yourself, and notice what what triggers it in that moment when you start to go down that path. And I would love to hear um, any beautiful affirmations that anyone or positive language statements that anyone has come up with that really inspires them. I really want you to um, to let me know what that is. So message me on, on uh, Facebook on or Blog Talk Radio, or you can get in touch with me through my website, and that is www.keystoclarity.com. So no one wants that book. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, um, I encourage you. You've got two minutes left. There's time for one more call. And... Um, it's a beautiful book, and uh, you know it's the first avenue, first anniversary of the show, and I really want to give it to someone. So call in on three four seven nine four five six nine six three. And while we're waiting for that final caller, I want to uh, remind everyone that um, I'll be starting a group coaching program in April. And um, it's a, a, a small group coaching program. I limit the numbers just so that uh, there's really some great value um, in the coaching in the room, in the virtual room. It's going to be a teleconference-style group coaching. And it's called the Get Clear Now 90-Day Challenge. <laughs> Jay says, we're all worried about what others will think of us. <laughs> no judgment here. Anyway, so... Um, just uh, to, for you to know that there is this wonderful group coaching program. I've had a couple um, already, and the experiences that the people in this, these groups had have been amazing. Um, you get so much uh, benefit from hearing other people getting coached as well as yourself, and of course, you get far more coaching time. Now we have someone in the chat in the um, on the switchboard, so I'm just going to let them in. Hi, Area 254. Welcome. How are you doing? It's Jose. Hi, Jose. Thanks for calling in. I was yeah. about to give up hope. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, I'm definitely enjoying the show. I, I got on late, so I only got about uh, 10 minutes of it. But I can, I'm definitely going to put it on replay and, and, and hear it after it uh, cycles through and everything. Wonderful, Jose. <laughs> yeah, it's been a great show, and, and uh, you'll hear me rambling on a bit, but uh, I, I, I do believe that um, the information that we've covered here, and there have been a number of callers, has been really, really um, important. And, uh, you know, it's just going to help people to keep focusing on creating the life that they want, to, to really create the magnificent life that they deserve, that we all deserve. So, yes. 
So, Jose, do you have any affirmation statements that you like to use? Um, no, I'm still I'm still getting into this. I'm I'm learning. Um, so I'm kind of just kind of I, I just called in to call in, you know, and That's I'm like, great. hello. But right. yeah, I'm still working We're on those. We're off the air now, Jose, so um, oh. that's okay. It'll still be taping, so I just want to, to say thank you for, for calling and keep working on your positive affirmations. Okay. And um, Jose, if you want to just uh, um, send me a message on Blog Talk Radio of your um, address, um, okay. then I can send you that book. It's a beautiful book. You will absolutely love it. Well, I will definitely read it and definitely keep listening and Hopefully next time I can come in and catch it at the beginning. That would be great. Thanks so much for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for joining us this evening. It was a, a great show, and um, and it was interesting to do it on my own again in such a long time, but uh, it's been fun. And um, I uh, I really um, am blessed to have you all in, in uh, my life, and, and uh, this show is just fantastic. So it's a lot of fun. So thank you, everyone. Thanks, Thank Jose. You. Goodbye. Yes, Good bye night, bye. everyone.